Over the news studio this morning and check in with news director Nathan Combs. Yeah, thank you very much, John, and good morning, everyone. No injuries were reported following a fire at an apartment over the weekend here in Carroll. The Carroll Fire Department was dispatched to the 600 block of Monterey Drive at approximately 6.33 p.m. on Saturday. According to Fire Chief Dan Honish, an unattended stove had ignited, causing smoke to fill a unit in nearby hallways. First responders extinguished the small fire quickly and, and remained on the scene to clear smoke from the structure. Fortunately, no significant damage was reported following that incident. Early voting opens tomorrow for the February 7th special election to fill the District 5 Carroll County Board of Supervisors vacancy. One of the two candidates on the ballot is Democrat Tim Tracy of Carroll. Tracy and his wife Diane have spent more than 20 years in Carroll County, eight years in the 1980s, and they moved back in 2008 to be closer to family. When the Carroll County Democratic Central Committee began searching for candidates, he knew immediately he was interested in running. I have 25 years of experience in managing chambers of commerce. I managed five different chambers in three different states, and that gave me a really good background in community development, community marketing, and economic development. And I think that's important to Carroll County and to the future going forward. He says that experience will be an asset to the Board of Supervisors, as he's familiar with the economic environment that's attractive to businesses. He says he knows how to bring decision makers together to find solutions to the county's issues. The hallmark of my chamber career was bringing people together to solve problems, to recruit businesses, to retain the ones we have, to create tourism opportunities. All those things are things that we need to look at as far as continuing the momentum that we have here in Carroll County. According to Tracy, one of the largest challenges facing Carroll County is unfunded mandates from the state. There aren't easy solutions, but he says leveraging public-private partnerships is an excellent place to start. It's going to be essential moving forward in Iowa because there's just a finite amount of resources you have. You can't keep raising taxes and raising taxes, but there are ways to find other resources or other partners that will help not only solve problems, but keep the momentum going. We have pretty good momentum here in Carroll County because of the leadership that we've had, and I want to be part of that continuing and going forward. Tracy says he's been deeply involved in the community for the entire time he's lived here, from directing local plays and musicals to serving on the Carroll Chamber of Commerce Retail Committee. Tracy is running against Republican Cindy Scatterico for the District 5 Carroll County Board of Supervisors of Vacancy. Carroll Broadcasting will have more from her in upcoming newscasts. Absentee voting does open tomorrow, January 18th, at the Carroll County Courthouse. The election is set for Tuesday, February 7th. The Mid-American Energy Foundation has announced over $1.5 million in charitable contributions to projects throughout the state, including nearly $300,000 in western and west-central Iowa. The foundation, which is funded through the Mid-American Energy's uh, company shareholders, distributes awards quarterly through CARES, and that's the Mid-American Corporate Citizenship Program. The city of Fonda was selected to receive $5,000 to fund the installation of new bleachers at the community's baseball and softball fields. The city of Odeville was awarded $10,000 for a new pool line at the Odie Bowl Pool, and Webster County Conservation received $25,000 to create a new youth learning and discovery center. One of the largest 2022 contributions was $250,000 to the Iowa Natural Heritage Foundation and Iowa Department of Natural Resources to purchase the Little Sioux Scout Ranch in Monona County to establish a public 1,776-acre reserve. Mid-American Vice President of Economic Connections, Catherine Kuhnert, says Mid-American is more than a reliable partner that provides essential energy service 
services. We also partner with the communities we serve by supporting them through our corporate citizenship. That includes corporate giving and thousands of employee volunteer hours each and every year. A complete list of the foundation grants is included with this story on our website. And a bill introduced in the Iowa House would set up a state licensing process for rural emergency hospitals. Federal rules now let small rural hospitals discontinue inpatient care and just provide an emergency room and outpatient services. Representative Martin Graber of Fort Madison says this could be a financial lifeline for more than 30 small Iowa hospitals where very few patients are being admitted for an overnight stay. This is the first step in the process. we got to get the state to say it's okay to license one. Keokuk's hospital, for example, closed in October, and Graber says a standalone ER would be a viable alternative in the community. Blessing Hospital has said they would be interested in it, and they're the logical ones. Blessing Health, based in Quincy, Illinois, closed its 49-bed Keokuk Hospital on September 30th due to operating losses and low demand for inpatient care. The Rural Emergency Hospital license Graber and others are working on would increase the government's reimbursement rates for Medicare and Medicaid patients treated in an emergency room. To make sure we have a place that, so that one of my constituents down in Keokuk shows up and they've had a stroke or they're having a heart attack or some major problem is that we can get them treated. Once a critical patient is stabilized in a rural emergency hospital's ER, Graber says they'll be transferred to inpatient care elsewhere, while patients with less acute emergencies could be quickly treated and then discharged. And that is going to wrap up your look at news here in the 7 o'clock hour on KCIM. I'm Nathan Cones reporting. Thank you very much, Nathan, for the news update. We are going to talk weather. Snow in the forecast for tomorrow, tomorrow night, right into Thursday morning. How much? We'll tell you coming up.